Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boots in the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, is one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to another episode of Boot to the Face, Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez here on twitch.tv powered by fullpresscoverage.com go there for all your sporting wants and needs we got a lot to talk about marty so we will jump right the fuck into it how you been i've been doing pretty good man it's been uh been a couple weeks since we've been able to do this so i'm glad to be back you know had some uh something called SummerSlam last week took a lot of our time we also i was gone the week before that because we had comic con that was pretty freaking awesome um but yeah, no, other than that, it's been good, man. Took a long trip, vacation, came back, finally getting back into the groove of things in my normal routine. And uh, yeah, I think, I think I need to find a job where I can be on a permanent vacation because I love that life. Don't we all? Uh, well, we're about to take another two-week hiatus because <laughs> I'll be in Las Vegas next weekend. So <laughs> 40th birthday for Rucker. I'm turning into an old man, literally old man Rucker. So I fly out on Friday, and I'll be gone until uh, I don't even know what fucking day I'm coming back. To be honest with you, but I'm excited. I'm excited. If it was anything like Nashville was for the 24 hours I was there, it should be fun. Uh yeah, I think uh, Nashville's crazy, man. Like it yeah. was, it was crazy. Yeah. I, I've done Vegas many times, and it's a different feel to it than Nashville. Um, because walking the Strip is one thing, you know. But just just walking down Broadway in Nashville, everything's so compacted. Everything's right there. The doors are right there. People are right there. Rooftop bars. It's a different atmosphere than Vegas. Vegas is cool. I love Vegas. But Broadway was that was different. That was different. I feel like I'm gonna have to invite a bunch of friends that live in this area just go to Nashville for a weekend because that was like I went to Orange Theory at 10 a.m. and there's fucking women in high heels and skirts and shit like drunk there's tractors pulling by bridal at 10 a.m marty like yeah. like brunch nope. ain't even open yet where fuck y'all going dressed like that and, and just drunk and like and everybody just had fun and i was i read a meme the other night it said somebody said explain nashville to me and they said it's like atlanta for white people <laughs> like, that's pretty much it because it's that's what it is it's downtown atlanta but everybody's white instead of black it's funny because we left monday night and just walking through the airport, you can just see all the people that are getting ready to go back home. Mm, not um, wanting to. You know, the exhaustion on their faces, the look of uh, a night of fueled by tequila and bad yeah. decisions. All of a sudden, it's uh, so The regret coming. setting it on their face of, oh, shit, I'm going back to my life tomorrow, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle what I just did this weekend. Yeah. Um, it was fantastic. People watching 
at the airport in Nashville on a Monday night is, is on a different level. Shit, people watching from Orange Theory and then after waiting on my hotel to open up was on another level. Like, I went to, uh, fuck, what was the name of that bar? I'm, I don't remember it. I know I walked past Hopsticks and there was a bar that had big ass Jenga boards and like the little ring toss game or whatever. Uh-huh. So I went in there for brunch. I got tater tots with beer cheese and bacon bits and fucking scrambled egg on top of it for brunch. Oh yeah, I got I got the almost the same thing um at Old Red. So Blake Shelton's place down at the end of Broadway. Yeah. Uh, I ordered the same thing. It was and then I looked down, I saw your picture, I'm like, oh shit, Chris ordered the same thing. Look at that. That's uh look at that. That's one thing I didn't do is I didn't look up like what famous people own what bars. I just kinda I left out of Orange Theory. I called fucking hotel. They said my hotel's not ready. So I just turned and started fucking walking until I got somewhere where I thought there ain't a lot of people in there. Let me go in there. Yeah, and that's a that's a little bit different because I I am a country music fan, so I do listen to a lot of country music. So I can just walk down that street and I can see the names. I can see the like it's not called Blake Shelton's. It's called Old Red, but knowing Blake Shelton, knowing his music catalog, you know Old Red um, comes from one of his songs. You know, but just like yeah, I mean. Like even Kid Rock's got a place down there, man. Yeah, like that's what holy shit, that place was crazy. I, I would go to Kid Rock's, but I don't give a fuck. I'll go to any bar. Oh, dude, there was fan like the one section that we went to. Uh, you had like Miranda Lambert. You had uh, she Blake was there. Shelton. No, no, no. Oh boy, I was I was about to come through here and whoop your ass. <laughs> Miranda Lambert's there. You didn't call me, and we in the same city. Oh man, across the street was Al Dean's place, and then you had like uh, Kid Rock and all the other other restaurants. But then right behind that, uh, there was a F- FGL. You know, a lot of people talk shit about them. But I love Florida Georgia Line. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, but it's right across from the J- um, Johnny Cash Museum. Hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. We were going to do that because we did the Hall of F- the Country Music Hall of Fame. And we were going to do that. I'm like, oh, you know what? Oh, I'm hungry. We need some food. We need some drinks. Like, we've been walking around. We haven't done any of that yet. So then that was right across when we walked in there. They had live music playing. That's the one thing about Nashville. No matter where you go, there's live music playing, and it's I don't fantastic. Like live music. I'm old. Um, we were at the airport on the way home, getting ready to fly home, and there was live music at. at so Blake John has the same restaurant inside the airport, and we sat there and eating dinner, and then live music playing, and then you know, Charlotte Flair and Andrade sit right next to us. But you know, that's just Nashville for you. It's fantastic. Did you go tell her how big of a fan you are? <laughs> I mean, she's. They walked in, and they. I was wearing my WrestleMania sweater, and they looked at me, and she looked at me, and she looked down, and she's like, and she just like turned around and looked at Andrade, and then they said she said something, and then like they kind of like turned. He looked up at me, kind of gave like the head nod, like, all right, I know who you are. You know who I know who you are. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, that's what it but, was. It was probably like a fuck. But, yeah. I mean, SummerSlam's in Nashville. Like, you can't go to a bar and expect not to run into fucking wrestling fans. Like, right. But, so, you know. It was like, I, yeah. You, I, if you're anything like I mean, me, hey, like. Let's put it this way. If I walked away and went up to my room with Ric Flair in the lobby, just saying. Yeah. I was going to say, if you're anything like me, though, when when you're out and, like, people are at dinner or something, like, I don't fuck with them. If I see you walking down the street and you're somebody, like, I, I give a fuck about, I'd ask for a picture or, like, say what's up, but. If you're out doing dinner and just like living life, like you're not a wrestler right there, you know, you're right. just a motherfucker trying to eat. Like I wouldn't bother somebody unless it was yeah, the Rock. You're, you're the Rock. I don't give a, a fuck. Flight. You gotta take a picture of me if you're the Rock. <laughs> I mean, it's the Rock. Come We're on, we're gonna take a picture one way or the other, whether it's you fucking pushing me away and me taking a selfie, <laughs> or, or what? we're getting this fucking picture, buddy. Right. 
Um, so let's talk SummerSlam. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. I will say this, Marty. I had to rewatch SummerSlam because I don't remember a lot of it. Uh, I, was, I, I don't imagine you would. I was pretty drunk. Um, I do remember. That's an understatement. Understatement of the century. I do remember being very abrasive in the suite to the point where I almost like apologized to a bunch of people, but I didn't. Fuck them. Uh, Sarah, I don't have to apologize to her. Me and her fucking sitting there chilling, making jokes. And that's the most I think I've ever talked to her. I don't think I talked to her much at all at WrestleMania. Appreciate you talking to her more than you talked to me. So, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, she was sitting next to me. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, then all of a sudden you fucking disappeared and everyone wants to, where's Rucker? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Well, is he alive? I don't know. I'm surprised everybody was looking for me. I'm surprised they weren't like, fuck yeah, it's quiet in here now. No, man. Everyone kept coming to me like, hey, we're talking to Rucker yet? I'm like, fuck. All right. I guess I, I guess I'm like, I just just keep it right now. So, uh, let me text no, him. No, so, man. so EJ like, texts me. Probably out. He's probably, that's what's up. I'm like, he's probably out. He probably might hooked up. With with uh, EJ and Tara right now, and just checking out and, and seeing what's going on around them. And- so EJ texts me and he's like, "I saw you cheering for Bianca Belair." So I'm thinking, "Oh, they must be really close to me." So I asked what section they were in. I was gonna go meet with them. I had to go down two flights of stairs. Their section was like right over here to the left, but it was blocked off on the floor I was on. So I had to walk around the entire fucking stadium, even the empty side of it. And I was so drunk, and I'm, like, yelling at people with Hulk Hogan shirts on. EJ will tell you that's the truth. Like, I'm like, Hogan's a racist piece of shit to some fucking guy that was standing there. And the guy, like, rolled his eyes at me. Um, And then I came back up. I remember leaving the suite so many fucking times, like, going and taking shots with people. Me, Hoop, and fucking Paulie B took a shot. And I went. The alcohol there was ridiculous. Re-fucking-diculous. I like, bought uh, a double, a double of Jack Daniels and one beer for uh, TJ, plus the tip, and it was seventy fucking dollars. Yeah, we bought two beers walking in, and that was like thirty five dollars. I had the worst Uber experience. Oh yeah, let's let's hear about that because that shit was hilarious. I was just fucking Indian guy decided, my friend, I'm not taking you to the stadium. Like, what the fuck you mean you're not taking me to the stadium? That's where I told you I wanted to go when I got over. He's like, it's too busy over there. He's like, I have several videos, like, sitting in the back of the Uber with the fucking Stranger Things song playing in the background. The real popular, the one that, uh, what's the little redhead chick's name? Max? Is that her name? Yeah. The one she had to play in her headphones so Buddy wouldn't kill her. Uh, that song was on the radio. Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen. Stranger oh, fuck them. It's fucking season four. if i've seen it by now you haven't that's on you i uh, mean it, 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 it did just come out like you know i was way ago. i was four seasons behind i'm called up now so if you ain't seen it now it's your fault um but yeah i get in the uber <laughs> and i had a coffee cup right from my hotel room but the top didn't fit and it was full of whiskey and coke and when i walked out of my hotel i was like don't forget that the top doesn't fit first thing i do when i get in the uber after buddy pisses me off to try to take a drink Fucking whiskey goes all down my shirt, on my pants. I look like I peed on myself. Um, arguing with that fucking guy and had drank a lot before that because, yeah, I had nothing better to do. So I couldn't check into my hotel until four o'clock. So I was walking around for like two hours just drinking. Um, got really drunk beforehand. Like I said, took shots with people and. Like, halfway through the show, like, I don't even remember most of this shit. I have pictures of, like, Ronda Rousey and and Liv Morgan on my phone. Don't remember it at all. 
I left for the main event. I tried to get like to the bar we were all meeting at beforehand and ended up watching on my phone because Uber fucking canceled on me three times from picking me up. Like I got a good mind to call or email Uber and just tell them they were fucking awful. Awful. WWE also awful. I emailed them. They decided to shine that big fucking light in our faces halfway through when Dude, the sun went down. That shit was ridiculous. It was a fucking spotlight. I understand, right, like you right, pointed like right at us. We couldn't see shit. Yeah, I understand you're trying trying to get like you want the lighting so the crowd can be in the background of the shot, but like do something different. Like this has been so many shows now where people have mm-hmm. complained about this. But every I gotta, show I've every big show I've been to in the last year and a half. At least at one point, turn the light off chance have hit every single time. Yeah. I got always um, that one fucking light that they don't learn to turn off. Like they just spotlight it right at the fucking crowd. And I get it. But oh man, it just fucking blinds everyone from watching the show. So I'll tell you this money to see the show and to be blinded by a one light bulb. I was about to leave to go get my Uber and I was like, Well, hold on. I want to go talk to somebody about this shit. Fucking drunk Karen mode turned on, right? I'm like, this is bullshit. Like we paid good money to sit in that suite. And for us not to be able to see and have to watch it on our phone or like I'm sitting there with my hand like this trying to block the light out for the majority of the time I was watching. So I'm going to talk to somebody. She called her supervisor. This guy comes up there. He gives me a $50 gift card to the to the merch stand. And then he gives well, me a shit, card. You could have told me that. I wouldn't want to got me a fucking gift card. <laughs> the show was over when it happened. He got he got me a card that uh, has WWE corporate's email on there, which I sent them an email with a picture of the suite that we were in and a picture of the light. And the last they responded to me Friday and asked for my phone number to call me um, whenever that will happen, like probably another week from now. And then the guy, Justin, that paid for the suite that we all had to pay, he's supposed to email him and see what we can do. They give me a fucking fifty dollar gift card, but the show's over. By the time I get there, guess what they're out of? Fucking everything in my size. So I put that in a fucking email too. I was like, you give me a gift card that I can't even fucking use. Because you can't use it online. You had to use it at the show that night. Ah. Um, Yeah. So anyway, and then after the show, I told this story on 80 Proof. I was trying to get an Uber to to beat all the traffic of everybody leaving because I was like, I know Roman's going to win. So I was watching it on my phone. Uber canceled on me. The next one canceled on me. The next one canceled on me. I saw one of those little fucking scooters. I was like, fuck yes. Oh, no. Fuck yes. So I... So I, I sat there for 15 minutes trying to enter my payment information and turn the motherfucker on. I finally got it right. The shit's disabled from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. <laughs> By that time, the whole fucking stadium's like walking past me. I end up walking like 1.4 miles, I think it was, to get to the bar. It was bad. It was bad, Pee Wee. I was so sweaty when I got there. But I wasn't drunk anymore. <laughs> so I was able to keep drinking that night. That walk sobered me up quickly. Did you have to walk over that bridge? No, I went the other way. I never got. I didn't go over the pedestrian bridge. I went around okay. the opposite direction. You went like up the road. Yeah, yeah. That seemed like a so much easier path to to walk than that that bridge. But that bridge on the other side, we because that's the uh, that's down by where the FGL and the uh, Johnny Cash Museum were. There's a bar right there. We didn't get a chance to go in there, but it, it looked like it was in like an old arcade bar. Yeah. So it had like all the old arcade games and so I'm like, oh shit, that looks cool as hell. But it was right there by like almost just, just around the corner from the entrance to that bridge. I'm like, ah, oh, we might have to come back to that, but we never made it back to it. But uh, no, man, I, uh, yeah, th- I'm not gonna lie, dude. Sitting in that suite was fantastic. 
you had the show right in front of us. You didn't have people crawling all over you. You didn't have people spilling beer behind you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there might have been, but it wasn't like seeping through in front of me. Um, yeah, man. It just. I mean, I the people we were the people times. we were with. You know, they, they they for the most part seemed like they all were people who knew how to take a shower on a daily basis. Just curious, so Marty, was there a out. point in the day, or am I remembering something wrong? Was I yelling at some girl that was in there taking selfies? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. To whoever that girl I is, mean, I'm sorry. I mean, she was in there, like, when the show started, taking, like, 400 pictures, trying to take selfies. And she also mad was pissed off at you when you started talking shit about Charlotte Flair. But, you know. I talked shit about was... Charlotte Flair? Oh, yes. Oh, my oh, God. Yes. Um, especially when like they did the promo and they showed Charlotte Flair, like a promo for her return, but they didn't say when she was returning. This promo, I don't remember that at all. all. I don't uh, remember anything. She just, she just stopped, turned, and glared. And I'm like, yes, here we go, fantastic. <sighs> but I I don't know who she was, but you know, um, yeah, I I have some comments I'll make off so off offline on that one. Drunk Rucker was a menace, apparently. Drunk I... Rucker was there and. It was fantastic. I found out who she was because they asked me to stop yelling at her because of who she was married to. Yeah. But I don't give a fuck. I got nothing to do with collar and elbow. I was I don't think I was being like mean. I was kinda I was jo- if I know anything about me, I don't remember it. But I was joking around with the girl, like, you know, I was joking with everybody really. Just kind of in an abrasive, mean way. Yeah, I mean we ended by the end of the night we like half the people that were in that room left. Um, especially the ones with the kids. I don't know who they. I don't know who they thought they were going to send the suite. Oh my god! Right there was somebody with kids there. They don't, I don't know who they. Thought and they, they sat next to with. me. But like, that's probably the best place to be bringing your kid. Just saying. I mean, not the event, but like the suite with the people we were with. You should know better than that. Do better. Do better. The, I remember the guy looking at me, going, "My son's hurt worse than that. Don't worry about it." I was like, "Oh, I can cuss." He was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Cool." He's like, did you know that, that drunk rocker fight kids? I'm just, just asking. <laughs> Do you know? Don't let his John Cena punk ass look at come say something to me right now. Man. I will put it. These hands ain't kayfabe. I tell you what, sitting in the suite was was a lot of fun. Like like you said, there's a lot of room to move around. We had our own private fucking bathroom. Um, Seats were fucking amazing. Yeah. And it wasn't too far away from the ring to where you couldn't see. I didn't like that. You know, the price of it didn't come with like food and drinks and shit because any other time I've sat in the suite, it like, like when I went to AEW here in Atlanta, the first time they came, I got tickets from work and we sat in a suite, like box area. It wasn't a suite. It was like a box. So it was still open. You're still with the crowd, but you were in a blocked off section and there's like a buffet line and champagne and beer. I was uh, talking to the lady. Uh, for Karen, listen to what she was saying. I, I, I would. I think it can. That there's, a, there's packages for that. Right, but you got to pay extra for it. Right. So I mean, you know, we we basically paid for the suite and drinks. There were some drinks in there, but oh no, they bought those drinks in there. I think. No, they, that was part of like the original. Like they were in there when we got there. Was it? Yeah. It was trash. It was all like Michelob Ultra and fucking. Which I remember like chugging one, which I don't even chug beer, but it happened. I'm pretty uh, sure it, uh, all bets were off, and if it came out of a can or a bottle, you were set. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was there to let loose this week, and I had a good time. What the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck is that? 
kiss the camera, Marty. Fucking millionaire. Like, fucking throw some money that way, then. Right. Shit. Subscribe to fucking Patreon. Maybe. Um, <laughs> Edmar says, shut your mouth. That's good beer. I'm not saying it's not good beer. I'm just saying, like, for what I paid, I'd rather have Crown Royal than Michelob Ultra. Uh, the pay-per-view we're, uh, itself. We're in, we're in Nashville. We ain't getting no Crown Royal. That we talking about, man. Yeah, it was Jack Daniels. I drank a lot of Jack Daniels. A lot man, that Jack, Jack we did the Jack Daniels tour on, on Thursday night. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. It was cool as hell. It was hot as fuck, but it was cool as hell. You know, Nashville's so. like, uh, I never been. Like I said, I live here in Atlanta. It it took me three, three and a half hours to get there. Traffic wasn't awful. Um, it was easy getting around the city. Like, I... 10 out of 10 would recommend. Like, I like Nashville. Yeah. I like Nashville that's, a lot. That's the same amount of drive time it took me to get to Vegas and get back from Vegas for my fights. Yeah. Um. So, like, you heard me shit on St. Louis. I like Dallas. Although Dallas is like Atlanta. Dallas is like a metroplex of of different cities like Atlanta is. So, it, it's kind of like a... I don't like that, that everything's so spread out. But Nashville was just fucking... Everything was condensed. Everything was fun. It was clean. You could walk around. Uh, traffic wasn't awful. So, like I said, you want to go somewhere to party? I'd, I'd recommend the fuck out of Nashville. Yeah, it was cool. Um, St. Louis sucked. I'm not going to lie. It's just, that whole, everything around that did. Yeah. Dallas was cool. Um, traffic and everything around there was ridiculous. Uh, I think so far traveling, um, I think Nashville might be my favorite travel so far for an event. Um, I will Phoenix, say though for Phoenix for, was pretty cool. Phoenix for, was pretty cool. New York was obviously New York's awesome. Yeah. Um, but Nashville, oh man, it was it was a good time. I enjoyed it. I will say for Dallas though, it was WrestleMania and there was fucking a hundred thousand people there for WrestleMania, plus all the people that live in Dallas. So it was like for Nashville, it was one little condensed area. It's not as spread out. I don't know. I like that. I like Dallas a lot, but. Nashville yeah, was up, there, but I only spent 24 hours in Nashville. Like, I literally came in Saturday and left Sunday morning. Yeah. If I would have stayed a few days, I don't know. It might have been different. J.D. Hoops is coming to WrestleCade. I'm going to WrestleCade because I got to go meet Jamie Hayter, who broke her nose last night, Marty. I did not watch last night. I've met Jamie Hayter. So we can't talk uh, about last night's... Uh, no, nah, it's cool. I didn't know what happened. Um, Jamie Hayter lost to Thunder. Rose she lost to fucking Thunder, right? Bullshit roll-up. So Thunder Rose is still your AEW champion. Jamie Hader won. I mean, I'm sorry, Jamie Hader lost. I'm when it comes to that, the women of AEW. I mean, we're jumping around a little bit. We do got to talk about SummerSlam, but the women of AEW. I'm I'm feeling like a. You remember Jericho and AJ Styles had that team for like a week, and they got T-shirts made, and Jericho turned on. Yeah, <laughs> and the T-shirts became a collector's item. I think that's what's gonna happen with those Thunderstorm T-shirts. I think Tony Storm is gonna turn on. Thunder Rosa, and that's gonna be your all-out women's title match. Um, you think you think Tony's gonna turn on her? Yeah, I do. So the, she's being booked as the biggest baby face, I, and then I, they're gonna turn her heel and have. I think her they have mishandled else. the shit out of Tony Storm. I don't think she should have fought Thunder Rosa at the last pay per view and lost. Yeah, if you were gonna have her lose, I don't. I think you should just made somebody else. Like she is such a. I was looking at her yesterday, and Wednesday. Right, just her entrance. Mm-hmm. She looks so different from when she was in WWE. And yeah. like, I'm not talking about. I mean, I am talking about weight and stuff like that. But I'm not saying that she was fat. Obviously, like she was hot as shit still in WWE. She's so muscular 
now and like just she looks like a different person she's like a fucking badass when she walks out there now mm-hmm. and her moveset that little fucking flying ddt that hip check she does in the corner looks like it kills Britt baker every time she does it just like everything about her is better now people love her she's polarizing because you either you either love tony storm or you hate tony storm like you either saw some people be honest, if you hate tony storm then you're not paying attention well, I mean, you're hating, people, you, you're hating just to hate. Like, let's be honest. I, don't, hating no, just to hate. I won't say that because I'll say that it did feel like when she was on SmackDown, she didn't. And this is just me speculating. It felt like she didn't like what they gave her. So she was just like sleepwalking through it. Like, it didn't seem like she was trying. Now, she's getting a pie in her fucking face from Charlotte and jobbing out. But still, you got to make the best of it. Like, look at fucking Kevin Owens. He goes from main event with Stone Cold Steve Austin to fucking Ezekiel. And he's doing the best he can to get the shit over. Like, first of all, that shit is over. Ezekiel's fantastic. Oh, it's over because Triple H is in charge now. Kevin Owens got way bigger things ahead of him. Oh, oh. Ah, gotcha. But back back to Tony Storm. Like, if you didn't watch her in NXT or Shimmer or in Japan, mm-hmm. and all you saw was her on SmackDown, you're probably like, "What the fuck is the big deal about this chick?" If you saw her in NXT in the May Young, you're like. I've seen her do some really good shit, and that SmackDown thing was just a blip on the radar. If this is yeah, you just now hold, seeing her for the first time, you see her on. lose. It's to- AEW, and the general consensus and the general population of the fan base know her outside of the SmackDown universe. Do they? So if if someone if someone's watching AEW product and hating her, hating on hater or uh, Tony. It's not necessarily going to be because of SmackDown. Let's just be honest. Because I, I the people that are watching on AEW are going to know from other stuff. Are gonna, and people who, are, if they're not watching other stuff, but they're watching AEW, the fact that it was WWE, they're going to talk shit about the fact that it was WWE, not necessarily that was Tony Storm. I disagree. I feel like not everybody was watching NXT UK where she was fucking dominating. Not she didn't really stand stay on NXT that long. She was like in and out, like. Not every like I didn't, I never watched her in fucking Shimmer in Japan and before that. The first time I saw her was the Mae Young Classic. That was where I I learned about her. If the first time I saw her was on SmackDown, like it's very possible for people to see, I'd be like, "What the fuck? This lady's not even good. Like, why do y'all give a fuck?" Understandable. I I still think that that's gonna. I mean, that's a very small population. Yeah. So. Martin, let's take a break, and when we come back. We'll get into SummerSlam, and then we do have. Some AEW stuff to talk about as well here on Boot to the Face. Stay tuned. Doing about 80 on your freeway, and I'm 
won't stop until you scream my name Cause we are fucking this chief We fogging up the windows We got the radio up We all up in the back We got that shit bouncing We going up and down And we smoking and we drinking Just a thug in it It's like ooh Pull over fame And let me put this loving off For being strong baby So buckle up cause this could get Bumpy babe Girl we Welcome back, boot to the face, episode, whatever episode we're on, 193, that's what episode we're on, Marty, look at that, 193, Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez here on Twitch, and let's talk SummerSlam, let's run through this card really quick, we'll hit the big shit, started off with Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch, I thought Becky was going to win. I picked Becky to win. Becky dislocates her shoulder. Have you seen that picture? Yes. Yes. She did that about three minutes into the match when Bianca hit the glam slam on her. Popped it back in some kind of way and finished the fucking match. Um, that Irish last kick is a bad motherfucker, dog. Um. Yeah, yeah. They're... Um... I got oh damn it! I put the poster, the pictures away. I got some, some uh, artwork at Comic Con, and someone did like a comic cover with the uh, the Scarlet Mask from Survivor Series, mm-hmm. uh, or not Survivor, but leading up to it. And uh, it's pretty sick, man. It's badass, but she's badass, man. I don't care what anyone says. And then that match went almost twenty minutes. Like good that, match. The fuck, dude! I was so glad that uh, you know they got really good. They got really good chemistry. Um, mm-hmm. Bianca is so freakishly athletic, and Becky Lynch is just so good at all the little shit now. And now, like, we talked about it before. Since she's come back, she's, like, so much smaller than she was before. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that was going to work aesthetically, like, her being a badass with being. But I feel like. She's just in so much better control of her body now. Like, if you watch her, she's so much smoother now than she was a few years ago. I was going to say, the the fluid, the fluidity that she's out there with is just so much higher. Like, before, you can tell when she was getting ready to do something or the way she, you know, her hip toss. Uh, it just, yeah, and the way she's out there now, it's just so much more fluid out there. And it just, it just, especially that, and it works with her chemistry she's built with bianca because bianca is just so damn active and uh it just works so well it's yeah but yeah you're right like it didn't affect it in fact it made her look better in the ring because of the way she you know run hit the ropes you know she she does things at a different pace and it, it just it just looks better when she does it than she did in the past yeah uh bianca gets the win after the match they kind of shake hands i was cheering for becky to fucking turn on her again all of a sudden, Bailey comes out to a nice little reaction, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not it. She doesn't come by herself. She comes out with EO Sky now, the former EO Shirai. Um, don't know how much I like that. People always complain yeah. about the name changes. I try to stay away from the name changes, but 
if she's already got a name on the main roster, which she's been on, thank like, you. Why Thank change you. it again? But the fact she's already been on the main roster as Io Shirai, there's no reason to change it to Io Sky. Yeah. There is no reason but for it. It is what it is. She can still wrestle her ass off. Case in yeah. point, Monday Night Raw versus Bianca Belair. And then they bring back Dakota Kai, who I was never a big fan of, but people fucking love Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. Dakota Kai's got the same kind of... Watching her wrestle, I thought the same thing as like with Becky, I was like, it's kind of not believable because she's so small. But if you can wrestle, you can wrestle, man. Um, can't fucking hate on Adam Cole, even though I like to. You know, he's the tiniest of the tiny. So there's no sense in why women can't be that. Don't lie. You know, after this last week, you're, you you love Adam Cole now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll continue with SummerSlam. <laughs> uh, they come back, and they're all standing in the ring about the fucking jump Bianca and all of a sudden Becky Lynch pops up face turn but then the next yeah. night she comes out she cuts a really good promo she gets back to the man you know what I like about Becky Lynch and I gush over Becky Lynch all the time but she does little shit that if you're not paying attention to you don't recognize did you notice her hair when she came back she's supposed to be the man now she didn't have her hair like the crazy fucking Becky Lynch did she right. had the little fucking braid going down the side just like she did when she was trying to fight Ronda People probably didn't even fucking see that. She was dressed in mm-hmm. black again instead of these loud-ass outfits. Um, but she's going to be out. All the reports I've seen have been a mixture from four to six weeks to four to six months. Fantastic. She's either going to come back after Clash of Champ- or Champions or she's going to come out Royal Rumble, whichever. Yeah, uh, yeah that's... Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Tara says that you gush over Becky, yet you dance with Bianca one. Uh, being... Two feet away from him, yes. The, it was uh, very. I'm going for Becky. I'm going for Becky. And then lowly whispered to the left, "But if Bianca wins, I'm gonna go off in this motherfucker." And, and then, then I did. Sudden, <laughs> then, you know, he's straight Becky, 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 Becky. And then all of a sudden, Bianca wins, and he's the last motherfucker in the room. You know, but it is what it is, and nothing, no one can hate on that. I told you what was gonna happen. So, uh, but yeah, you know. Match ends. Becky goes to the timekeeper's corner. I'm like, what the hell? Is she even over there for? And I'm, you know, obviously she's hurt. I'm like, something wrong? What's going on? And then all of a sudden that happened. I'm like, ah, oh, that's why she's coming out. I figured somebody else was going to come out. I didn't think it was going to be her. Yeah. Uh, or them. But uh, it's good to see Bailey back. Um, again, Dakota Kai. I'm not the biggest fan of Dakota Kai. Um, I've enjoyed some of the stuff she's done just because. You know, either back when it was with Tegan Knox or Raquel um, Gonzalez or whatever her name, Rodriguez now. Um, but, you know, I've, I've enjoyed the, the product she's given. Io Shirai, I love Io, man. And I'm glad she's there. If she's got a name change, I would only imagine that means she's there to stay. Um, the fact she's got her in, in a group and then the group is there to wreak havoc on everybody in the women's division come Monday night. Um, I'm all for it. So I'm glad they all came up. Cloud came out. Um, it was pretty cool. It's a great way to start the match. Start the, the card, too. Um, not just a great match, but a great story. There's more to it than just the match. You know, yeah. we've started the cards with tag teams, tag team matches, and they've been on fire and just started off on a high note. And then it leads into the next match. This had more to go to it than just the match. And that's what was enjoyable about the open of this card. Normally, I can remember the matches as they come, Marty. But uh, for some next was your boy Logan Paul and the Miz. 
Uh, Not going to get into this very deeply on here. Pretty sure. Logan Paul, are you a believer or just a waste of time? I didn't watch this match at all. Okay, then we'll move on to Bobby Lashley versus your boy Theory. I watched this one, though. Lashley's a fucking superhero. Did you see that entrance? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. That entrance is crazy. He stands on the little fucking, you know, the little things like WWE action figures. He's still like a 10-foot tall stack of, of boxes. Remember the action figures they used to give you where you'd like... Stick the it have a little it'd be a circle with a little knob up and there'd be a hole in the bottom of the foot mm-hmm. and you stick the foot on it so the guy could stand there. That's fucking Lashley. He's an action figure, and they give him such a good entrance with all the fucking pyro, and then he comes out there and makes theory fucking tap like hell to the full Nelson. I, I tweeted this the other day. Bobby Lashley has people reacting to the fucking full Nelson. Dude's over. That's all you can say. He's over. This match ends. Does it give you concern of Theory cashing in now? No, fuck no. Okay, he tapped out so fast. I'm I'm just shepherding through the card. Um, Mysterio's versus Judgment Day. Edge comes out. Best part of this entire thing was the fact Edge came out because fuck the Mysterios. I have no idea where I was when this happened. I didn't even know Edge came out to the next day. That's for sure. I didn't know Edge came back to the next day. I swear, I had no idea. I'm sorry, what? Edge came back. Where was I? I don't know. <laughs> Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. Actually, you know what? When then when they came out, you were there. You were, I think you were in the back. I feel like you were in the back of the room talking to Hoop or talking to, to uh Polly B. Uh but I think you were in the back, like the back half of the suite, not paying not not watching the the card. But yeah. Uh McAfee versus Happy Corbin. I mean, it was enjoyable. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fan of McAfee. Enthusiasm there, and I'm not a fan of Corbin losing. The only thing that annoys me with McAfee is that he basically just like uses everyone else's taglines and shit. Like, yeah, that's getting it's annoying. But I don't know. I'm just. I'm Corbin's fucking. Corbin is so good. He does it. We talked about Tony Storm not like liking what she was given on SmackDown. Corbin's been given some shit. And this Literally. dude works his ass off to fucking make it all happen, no matter what it is. Um, and I, I'm just not a fan of him losing all the fucking time now. Yeah, <clears throat> Corbin, Corbin's gonna be Roddy, Roddy Piper, man. He's gonna, he's never gonna be, he's never gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna give it all for this company. He's never gonna get the true accolades that he deserves. I feel like yeah, if Vince would, I feel like in five years, if Vince was still in charge, Corbin would be champion for like maybe three or four months. But now yeah. with Triple H there, I don't think it's gonna happen. But I yeah. think Vince would have rewarded him for like being a good soldier with just a little three month title run. And now I don't, yeah. I don't think Triple H would do it. Usos versus the Prophets. Mm. Jeff Jarrett. He's in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. JD Hoop with that Tennessee Titan inspired Street Prophets gear. He designed that shit too, Marty. He sure did. I, you know what? I didn't know that until later that night, or it might have been the next morning. Um, but I'm when they came out, I'm like, damn, that shit's awesome. That thing looks fucking fantastic. They made that shit look just like the jerseys, straight up with the Titans. That, that shit is fantastic. And then I see Puzzle, I'm like, oh, no wonder that shit's good. Right. JD's behind that shit. Should I we just known by now? Like, should we just assume now every time the Street JD. Profits come out with dope ass gear, JD did it now? Even if he didn't, we're just going to give him credit for it now. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, one of the wrestlers that we follow and we have talked about many times on this show, but that's give us time or day or wants to visit posted about asking about graphic artists. And I'm like, yeah, there ain't no one better than JD Hoop. You fucking reach out to him. Who are you talking about? Not going to come on the show. 
You might as well uh, recognize you talking about Santana Garrett. Go and fucking say her name. That's what you're talking about. Why? Why? Because Why? that's your girl. She don't say our name. Oof. Say my name. Say my name. Anyways, um, fantastic match. She's the only picture I got left up back here because (laughs) they were taking pictures of our house because we're going to sell it, right? And Uh the guy that was taking the pictures, the picture was on the floor, and he, like, stood it up and put it over there to take nice pictures, and I haven't moved it since. So, like, all my memorabilia is gone except for the Sting stuff and a picture of me and Santana Garrett, and it pisses me off every time I see it. (laughs) Oh, man, great match. The Usos retain. Um, one thing about the card is that every champion won and retained their titles. Every one of them. Mm. Um, Liv Morgan, Ronda Rousey in a controversial finish. Liv tapped before the pin, but the pin was what saw. Uh, that's all that matters. Like hey. Liv Morgan has pinned Ronda Rousey twice. twice. You remember when it was such a big deal when Becky pinned Ronda Rousey and then she kind of didn't pin her? And everybody's yeah. like, Ronda finally loses. Now she's jobbing out to Liv Morgan, whom the crowd turned on on Friday. Oh, big time. And I posted a, uh, reposted a thing somebody else found of a Becky Lynch fucking promo when she was a heel. And she's telling the fans, if Liv would have won, y'all just would have turned on her like you always do because you're fickle. And now here it is. She's got the fucking title. And everybody turns on her. But she wins. And it reminds me of Kurt Angle versus The Undertaker back in the day. You remember that feud? When Jericho and Kurt Angle were like, they were kind of a team, and they get out of the limo, and Undertaker fucking hems him up, and he's like, I made you tap last week, or I pinned you last week, and Kurt's like, I made you tap, and Jericho's like, yeah, he made you tap. The tap supersedes the pin. Don't you know the rules? <laughs> so apparently it doesn't. Um, apparently not. But yeah, Liv wins controver- in controversial fashion. I like it. it I do. It, it told a good story. Liv was fucking fighting for her life. Ron was beating the shit out of her. And she basically survived as a baby face that's not giving up. And then I didn't like on Friday where she's like, oh, I thought I had already pinned her. So that's why I tapped. Like, like that's just stupid. Like, why? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you like, thought if you pinned her already, pinned her, just wait for the fucking like. Yeah. Why wouldn't you wait for the ref to fucking take her off of you? Like, that made no yeah. sense. Uh, but yeah, Liv gets to win. She's still the champion. She's. Full steam ahead to clash at the castle versus Shayna Baszler. She's going to lose to Baszler. I honestly think she is. I'm glad you said she that. She's going to lose to Baszler and then we're going to get Baszler and Ronda. Ugh. Talk about a boring match. <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns versus Paul or, uh, Brock Lesnar. Last man standing match. One, I hope this is the last time we see them for a long time. I love watching them fight, though. Um, but my God, that match was fantastic. I know you I was were in say- the arena for it. Everybody but that match was fantastic. Everybody complained. Oh my god, they're fighting again. This is happening again. Same old same it wasn't the same old, same old. This no, is probably one not. of the most not entertaining last man standing matches I've ever watched. When Brock picked the fucking ring up with the bulldozer and Roman goes fucking rolling out of it out to the side, like the visual of that was just so crazy looking. Um and then Everybody's talking about it, but Michael Cole on commentary was so fucking good at the end of this match. That's one thing I will say about the suite. The fact that we had it playing in there and we could listen to the commentary was so fucking awesome. Mm. Um, they were going crazy. McAfee, uh, the whole night, The uh, M- Michael Cole, that boy was unleashed. 
and it was fantastic. At one point, he took he's yelling at the referee, count faster, because <laughs> Roman just kept whooping Brock's ass, and Brock <laughs> kept getting up. And Michael Cole's like, just count faster, man. He's going to kill the fucking guy. You're right. Like, this is before he started piling on all the shit on the outside. Yeah. It's like, just hurry up and finish it already. Theory tries oh, to man. cash in, gets his ass kicked by both people. Uh, at one point, Roman just casually walked over there with the briefcase and beat the shit out of him with it. For no reason whatsoever, just for being there. It's like Brock's down. He ain't moving. He ain't going to stay down. So in this moment, I get a break. I'm going to beat your ass with the with the briefcase. Yeah. And that's uh, what he did. Roman <laughs> retains awesome. the greatest fucking champion of our generation. Um, 700 plus, plus days. days now. The GOAT. He better not fucking lose to McIntyre. I'm telling you that right now. Well, now that you say that, it may be a triple threat match. <clears throat> because on Friday Night SmackDown, we had a return. Now, I, let me say this. We got Triple H in the topics up there, right? Everybody's gushing over Triple H. Well, guess what? With the good, you got to have the bad. This motherfucker brings Killer Cross back. Carrying. Carrying Cross. Attacks Drew McIntyre and turns his little clock over in front of Roman was like, who the fuck is this? Like the look he had on his face, like who are you? Even yep. McIntyre said, "Did I just get?" McIntyre tweeted, "Did I just get jumped by the guy that had on bondage stuff the last time we saw him in a ball gag?" <laughs> anyway, he lays out McIntyre. Uh, Scarlet sets a little salt shaker thing upside down. What's the fuck is that Which called? Seemed like it took forever to fucking do the hourglass. Yeah, hourglass. So I'm thinking it might be a triple threat match. I'm thinking it might only be for one title, and one of them are probably gonna pin the other one and take the title and then Theory will cash in on one of them that'll be a way to get one of the titles off Roman get the title separated and then Roman get Theory a title yeah and then Roman's still not fucking you know losing yeah Um, I feel um, like I feel like if if they do it a triple threat match and McIntyre pins Cross to take the WWE title and then Theory cashes in at the end that boy will have so much fucking heat in oh, fucking yeah. in, in, gla- in, ga- in in uh, the UK. Yeah, McIntyre win. He's a fucking conquering hero. After he uh, has been talking about, oh, I didn't get my right my right reign, and my reign was overlooked because of the COVID era and performance center, and people talking about how his reign was overshadowed because of that and didn't get the right, and then all of a sudden he wins it again. People are gonna be cheering. I was gonna boom. You know who else was in the COVID era? fantastic. You know who else was in the COVID era? I hate that excuse, by the way. The tribal chief. That's where it started. He didn't have a fucking problem getting over. Correct. Sasha and Bailey were in the COVID era. They didn't have a problem getting over. Bobby Lashley was in the COVID era. He didn't have a fucking problem. I ain't trying to hear that shit, Drew. I ain't trying to hear it at all. Oh, as you long as Drew. It's, it's, it's all over to everybody. The came out base, with that fucking 3 2 one. Out there, the, the, the radio host. You know, yeah. oh, it's Drew McIntyre had to do this. I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone did. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Everybody everyone had did. to go through COVID. I had to go through COVID everyone too. Did. You don't hear me bitching? I mean, you had okay. to go through COVID, Marty. You still had to go to work. Yeah, you couldn't use that as an excuse. Your boss ain't trying to hear that shit. You're either good or you're not. You're either yep. important or you're not. You're either a main eventer or you're not. I don't think Drew's a main eventer. That's my opinion. Oh, I don't know about that. I think he's a main eventer. I don't think, I, I don't he, think he looks the part. As, I mean, as the Rock used to say, he's a guy that looks like Tarzan and he wrestles like Jane. <laughs> Fair enough. I wouldn't say that's um, his face though. That's a big that's one. A, that's SummerSlam <laughs> overall. Good card. 
I enjoyed it. Great card. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think SummerSlam is fantastic. Fantastic. Um, I was not bitching about having to go to work the whole time, lady. Actually, I was complaining that I wasn't getting paid more <laughs> for going to work the whole time. I didn't mind going to work because I had to still pay my bills. Um, what do we got next, Marty? What we got next? Uh, Excuse me. Sorry about that. I couldn't find my mute button on my The only thing we got left is uh, if you want to hit us a little bit of dynamite real quick before we get out of here. Um, that's it, man. That's all I got. I mean, How I you got feel? quick hits How on Comic-Con. But. How you feel about uh, Triple H's first official week on the job? Like his first real week after SummerSlam? Um, I mean, I, I, the, this week's worth of wrestling was, wasn't that bad. I enjoyed wrestling this week. SmackDown, Raw. Uh, I didn't fast forward through much. Um, seeing people come back is cool. I mean, that's, you know, there's some people that I feel like shouldn't have been released or whatever and seeing people come back or see people get highlighted. That's always awesome. We'll see what he does. I think you really can't give a, an honest statement about what he's going to do after until about three to six months, a minimum. Uh, but I think right now it's, it's, you know, you can see some transition, but at the same time, it's still the same thing. Just with a, you know, a few different faces. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm encouraged. It's someone it to seems... take the pin away from uh, McAfee. Cause he thinks he's fucking Madden over there. It seems like, there is change. Um, and I think this is going to make AEW better too because they were dealing with an old, out of touch, fucking 80 year old man in charge. And now they're dealing with somebody that is a little bit more in touch with the fan base. Um, I'm not the biggest Triple H fan, but I'm, I'm excited for change. And yeah. it's a small sample size. It's only been one pay per view and two shows really that he's been in charge. But I've liked what I've seen so far. And I, I think, think that one thing that stood out to me is apparently there was a conference or something that was given the morning of SummerSlam, and he made the comments that it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, if you have ideas, they're welcome. You may not use them, but we'll discuss them. Open door. We'll talk about it. You have something. You know, this is a, this is a collective. We're all going to make this a better product. Now, whether that gets taken, you know, whatever, and when it's done, it's different, but um seeing things from from wrestlers who have said that in that in the short period of time they've already seen that change where some of their stuff is at least being heard more consistently and easily more easily accessible i think that alone speaks volumes more so to what this is going to be for wwe and with triple h uh more so than what we've seen on tv i think what what we're hearing about what's going on backstage is a is bigger than what's going on in front of camera and if you're going to change a company around you get the buy-in from the people in the back you make the changes from the people in back you make those around you happy you involve them you get the buy-in and the product that's given at the end is going to be much higher quality that that's 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 business 101 that doesn't matter what company you work for you make the people there happy and get them involved they're going to perform better and I mean, you talk about bringing ideas to creative. Rumor has it is that Bailey pitched the idea of Heard, EO, and Dakota Kai over a year ago, and mm-hmm. it was fucking shot down. And now 
the idea comes back again. Not only do you go with the idea, you rehire one of the fucking people that got released for it. Um, And then the, you know, one thing I like about this, it exposes the little dick energy Tony Khan has because he's on busted open and somebody says, well, are you worried about people defecting and going back? And all of a sudden he just starts naming all fucking people and their contract status. And it's like, yo, shut the fuck up, man. Just say no. Like, why do you, he's such a, cuck <laughs> like that's the best word I can fucking describe for him like yeah. I like AEW I do not like Tony Khan like just right. his whole presence and attitude and just so sensitive about every fucking thing he's he's your regular fucking wrestling fan nowadays everything's fucking sensitive and fucking sets him off anytime you say anything negative about anything that he does or his company and, and that's just annoying to me yeah, um, and like I listen to him come out on Wednesdays on Busted Open. He'll be on, and half the time I change the channel. Uh, it's just a fucking stroke fest. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, if well, fuck see, up, here's dude. the thing though: if you don't, you know, if Lagreca and all them and and all them don't kiss his ass, he'll stop coming on and stop bringing his talent on because that's what he oh, does. That's it right there. His talent will no longer be allowed. Yeah, you can't criticize him at all, or else he fucking closes everything down. Like. Yep. Like I said, little dick energy, this guy. Miss New Thing says, I think Triple H will be great because he's been talent and he knows how to run this business. I, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Triple H, but I'm, I am a fan of getting somebody younger in there that is willing to listen to what the crowd actually wants and what the wrestlers actually want to try to do. Right. Um, so I, I think that'll be good. Uh, before we get to Comic-Con real quick, Marty, I will say this. I... I'm going to Vegas for my birthday. So I was looking up wrestlers birthdays this week today. Happy birthday to Marty Bell. NWA women's well, tag. Well, champs. happy birthday to her. Yeah. Tomorrow, Sable and Shayna Baszler on August the 8th on August 9th, Alexa bliss and Silas young on August 10th, Savio Vega. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Wade Barrett, Congo Kong, and rest in peace, Typhoon. On August 11th, he who shall not be named, a.k.a. the immortal racist, and Bill Alfonso. August 12th, Terry Taylor and Fala Ba. And August 13th, Spike Dudley and three-time world heavyweight wrestling champion of backyard wrestling, Chris the Franchise Rucker, on August 13th. So there's your wrestling birthdays. For the week of August 7th. Well. I mean you can celebrate with some tequila shots. You can celebrate with some cracker rackers. That's the way it's going to be done right. <laughs> Tell me about Comic Con. Before we get out of here Marty. What you got Comic Con man. Uh, you've seen some of the reveals. I showed you some of the pictures that happened from. The uh, the event at the WWE Mattel. Um, uh, panel. Which was fantastic. The. You know, Champa was there with Sam Roberts, Cody Rhodes, and we had um, Zelina Vega were there. And then halfway through, all of a sudden lights go off, gong goes off, and the Undertaker shows up. That's and not I'm the not big deal, lie, man. Nobody that cares was cool as hell. Get to get to um, the important part, Marty. Talk about the biggest star in the world being there. You got to see the biggest star in on the planet right now, Marty. So I was just leading up to it, man. You know, got to meet Chris Jericho. 
AEW panel. But Hall H is the hall where it all happens. Mm. Comic-Con, everyone strives to go to Hall H. You camp out all day the day before to get your pass to get in. You camp out all night long to make sure you get your best spots in the seat in the store in the room. Hall H happens. First first panel of the morning on Saturday morning. We got the Shazam panel. It's fantastic. And then you know when you're walking in, they hand you these lanyards that have lightning bolts on it. Place goes dark, and these lightning bolts start flashing blue lightning bolts. What? The next thing you know, it starts seeing smoke coming out of everywhere. Everywhere. Lightning on the screen coming up. And then you see a man rise to the middle of the screen. There's no other than Black Adam and Dwayne Johnson in suit, in costume. Fantastic. Greatest, greatest intro ever, man. It was amazing. Um, six thousand people in this room, and it was it was fucking fantastic. Um, his panel for Black Adam was was pretty awesome. Um, I got some videos posted about that. Um, it's always fun when he's talking shit about you know Kevin Hart. Um, but no man, it was fantastic. I love Comic Con. The the wrestling stuff was amazing. Um, even the AEW panel, I I went caught half of that because by the time I got back into the room, um. Daniel Bryan, Orange Cassidy, Chris Jericho, Britt Baker. Um, there was somebody else, and then your boy CM Punk. Um, oh, uh, Excalibur was man, was hosting that too. So it was pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty awesome. But The Rock was there. The Rock was there. You know what I realized, and we'll, we're gonna go ahead and close the show out. Is next year at WrestleMania, the rumor is The Rock versus Roman Reigns, and obviously I'm going to WrestleMania. I've never, excuse me, I've never seen The Rock, my second favorite wrestler of all time, the biggest star in the history of wrestling. I've never seen The Rock wrestle in person. Really? I was sitting there I've going through my. I've never seen him wrestle in person either. I've seen them, well, I've seen them beat the hell out of Corbin in person, yeah. but I've never seen him in an actual wrestling match because the, my very first WWE event was, uh, I believe it was Raw up in Tacoma, Washington. He was supposed to be there during the invasion. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't there. I wasn't going to wrestling events in the late 90s, early 2000s when Rock was big here in Atlanta. I'd go to WCW Nitro and stuff like that, but I wasn't going to WWF at the time, even though I loved The Rock, just because I don't remember why. I just I never did. I was trying to think of it, and I was like, I've never. The only time I've seen The Rock in person was WrestleMania 29 here in Atlanta, or 27 in Atlanta when he was the host. I've never seen The Rock wrestle in person. And it yeah. like breaks my fucking heart that I haven't. So I'm hoping he's gonna be at WrestleMania. Oh, I'm hoping year. he's gonna be there, man. It's gonna be fantastic. LA's doing LA though. Those tickets are freaking ridiculous already. Yeah. Uh also just announced really quick, WWE day one. I kept thinking they that the I kept thinking that the graphic was old and they were just posting shit out. Apparently WWE day one's just an Atlanta thing. They're gonna be in Atlanta January first yeah. again next year. Brock Lesnar's listed for it. Yep. So, uh, you got anything else, Marty? We get the hell up out of here. Um, you know, just thanks everybody for uh, for sticking by us for the last two weeks with us not being here. I know we had a quick episode in there that hit SummerSlam. Uh, those who came on and, and, and did the show with you, fantastic. Thank you guys so much for doing that. Uh, thank you for all you do. Uh, shout out to JP, man. Gotta give our boy JP, wish him well. Um, he was in the hospital yesterday. Uh, hope he does 
recovery um, goes well. I'll be back. I'll be back. We'll do again next week. Or, I guess we won't be doing it next week. Two weeks. Marty Vasquez, I'm Chris Rucker. It's been Boot to the Face. Peace. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew, making sure we both.